Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Audi, Truth in Engineering, Borg Warner, Feel Good About Driving, Bridgestone, Your Journey, Our Passion, Dow Automotive Systems, Improving Durability and Increasing Design Flexibility with Betamate Structural Adhesives at DowBetamate.com, and by the 2013 Hyundai Sonata. Learn more at HyundaiSonata.com. Hello and welcome to AutoLine Daily. This is actually the end of the work week for us, since tomorrow is Good Friday and we'll be taking that off. But we still have a lot of news to report. Rumors out of Italy say that Audi is in talks to take over Alfa Romeo. Ward's Auto World reports that Audi would reportedly buy Alfa and Fiat's Pomigliano plant in Italy. Ward's says that Fiat is also looking to sell Magneti Morelli, its electronic supplier division. Even though Sergio Marchionne has consistently denied he would ever sell Alfa, and especially not to the VW Group, Fiat desperately needs cash to buy the rest of Chrysler, to feed its own product development pipeline, and to help offset the collapse of the European car market. The bad news just keeps piling up for Fisker. Just a couple of weeks ago, Henrik Fisker quit the company last week. Chinese investors interested in acquiring or investing in the company backed out. And now, Reuters reports, Fisker just put its U.S. workers on furlough this week. The company is trying to save money while it looks for other investors. On Monday, we told you how commercial truck fleets are getting real interested in natural gas. Now, Volvo Trucks and Shell just announced they're partnering up to promote the use of liquefied natural gas. They will first focus on select markets in Central Europe and the United States. Volvo just introduced a concept called the methane diesel that's equipped with a diesel engine that can run on LNG. Volvo says it has a range of 1,000 kilometers or about 620 miles. Ford's come up with a clever way to deal with criticism that its hybrid and EcoBoost cars do not deliver competitive real-world fuel economy. It's opening its connectivity technology to outside app developers. Called the Personalized Fuel Efficiency App Challenge, it invites developers to come up with apps that will allow drivers to tap into their car's computers to mine it for fuel economy data. Ford then wants owners to share their real-world fuel economy data, saying that the EPA label is just not that meaningful. And if Ford chooses an app, it will give $50,000 to that developer. Coming up next, we've got a slew of new car introductions from the New York Auto Show. Proven on the track and on roads around the world, Borg Warner turbochargers improve fuel economy and reduce emissions without sacrificing performance. Borg Warner, official turbocharger supplier to the IZOD IndyCar Series. We've got a bunch of new cars to show you that were unveiled at the New York Auto Show yesterday and earlier today. And here it is, the 2014 Camaro Z28. This model gets a full aerodynamic package, a 7-liter V8 that puts out 500 horsepower and is only available with a manual transmission. Air conditioning is an option because this car is really a track car which should be music to any gearhead's ears. The Nissan Pathfinder gets an optional hybrid powertrain. 
It features a supercharged 2.5 liter gasoline engine mated to a 15 kilowatt electric motor that together put out 250 horsepower. It will deliver a combined 26 MPGs and have a 526 mile driving range. The hybrid option will be $3,000. Speaking of powertrains, BMW gave us a look at an all-new three-cylinder engine that will be going in its i8 plug-in hybrid. It's a turbocharged 1.5 liter that puts out 177 horsepower and 199 pound-feet of torque. BMW says the three-cylinder is about 5 to 15 percent more efficient than its GDI four-cylinder. The i8 makes its debut sometime in 2014. The Mercedes B-Class Electric has a range of 115 miles, or about 200 kilometers. It has an electronically limited speed of 100 miles an hour and takes about two hours of charge time for 60 miles of driving. To save space, the battery is fitted underneath the floor of the vehicle. It goes on sale in the U.S. early next year. Mercedes did not mention anything about Tesla, but presumably that's where the electric technology came from. When the Jeep Grand Cherokee got a facelift, you knew it was only a matter of time before we'd see a refresh of the Dodge Durango. That's because both vehicles share the same platform and product cycle and are built in the same plant. So sure enough, Dodge chose the New York show to show what the new look is all about. The best-selling vehicle in the Kia lineup is the Optima, which now features new front and rear fascias and more premium amenities and convenience options. It'll be built at Kia's West Point, Georgia facility and go on sale in the third quarter of this year. The Kia Soul has been a smash hit for Kia thanks to those hip-hop hamsters, its jaunty styling, and its boombox dashboard design. But even hipsters have to freshen their persona every now and then, and the Soul is no exception except that. Unless you see the old one parked next to the new one, it's going to be hard for a lot of people to notice there's a new version available. You know, New York is not the only city with an auto show going on. Kia just unveiled a small four-door concept at the Soul Motor Show. It's called the Cub and powered by a 1.6-liter turbocharged gasoline engine with direct injection and a six-speed manual. It seats up to four people, features suicide doors, but for the moment, Kia says it does not have any plans to produce the Cub. Hey, before we go, be sure to tune in to AutoLine After Hours tonight when our guest will be the chief engineer on the Impala. But anyway, that wraps up this week's reports. Thanks for watching. We'll be back right here on Monday.